Hello and welcome back to Why Will No One Date These Guys with Naomi Guy and Joel Guy. We recently reached our viewership goals that we set for ourselves and we think that a Patreon is in order and we'd really appreciate your help. Uh, what kind of help, Naomi? Monetary. Help. Excellent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you want to help us move some furniture, that'd be great too, but uh, money would moving? be nice as well. <laughs> Uh, into a new studio. Uh, yeah, so a Patreon is pretty straightforward if you're not familiar with the website. Uh, basically, uh, you can set a pledge of a certain amount of money to give your favorite creators each month, and then they get it on the first of each month. It can be as small or as large as you want, and you can adjust it or cancel it at any time unless you choose to pay in advance. Uh, this supports them, and in this case, it would be supporting us, allowing them to maintain independence from mainstream networks, give them the resources they don't have to keep doing cool stuff. Um, as someone with multiple jobs, I can say running a podcast is not the cheapest endeavor. Uh, we have trimmed a couple of costs recently, but we're still paying a bunch to broadcast our work to a few dozen listeners, and any amount of money you could give would be greatly appreciated to allow us to continue doing this. Um, so, I mean, the first question I think people listening to this is going to ask is like, what do we plan to spend your money on? And I got to say, gold bathtub is top of our priority <laughs> list. <laughs> we're going to put uh, it on our Followed roof. by champagne to fill the bathtub with. And yep. let's be clear, that's not a one-time thing. Like, it's a nightly occurrence we're of filling gonna the bathtub pay, with champagne. We're going to pay um, men and women to walk around in their undies and just um, blow bubbles at us. Excuse me, togas. This is going to be a classy establishment. Oh, okay. Uh, no, though, we do have some, like, actual tangible goals. Naomi, can you talk a little bit about what we can spend Patreon money on? Yeah, so um, we spend a, a little bit of money every episode um, paying an editor. Um, it's about $120 per episode right now for editing and hosting the episode. Costs have come down a little, so... Um, but so has the quality, let's be real. Um, yeah, let's let's be clear. Like, editing, there, there's a wide range of what's considered, like, editing. Uh, the most basic editing is just making sure the audio is synced, making sure you've cut out a bunch of ums, making sure loud noises and disruptions are, you know, removed from the episode. Uh, but that's very basic. Uh, more advanced editing can make sure that the sound levels are the same for both people throughout the entire episode. They can go through and fact check and make sure the information you're providing is accurate. Uh, they can potentially provide transcripts for your episodes. You can use that content in the future without having to go back and listen to everything. Um, we, we were paying a bit more for editing or getting a slightly better product, but unfortunately did not have the resources to continue paying for that level, and so we've downsized a bit. Uh, that's not to knock our current editing, uh, but we, we do think that we can improve our editing editing over time and currently you know $120 a month is already a lot but hypothetically we could go even further and pay for much higher quality editing for all of our episodes moving forward. We also spend a little bit of money on equipment and just like to start you obviously when you start a business you ought to put in money to get out money so we invested in some microphones but we at one, some point would like to get a little bit better microphones and start building a little bit better sound dampening studio um, um so we currently record in our kitchen yeah there's a blanket that's hung up around the windows to help like insulate from outside sounds but every so often if you listen real closely you can hear stuff like a washer or dryer or power tools off in the distance or someone air blowing in the neighborhood or bean or even you know just the pieces of you know hardware and software we're using like the computers clicking and clacking um obviously that's not the highest quality standard for podcasts and we would like to improve upon that in the future uh, we would like you to be focusing on our amazing content and awesome voices and great jokes not you know the clickety clack of our keyboards 
subscriptions to magazines, apps, and resources. Um, we really just like to put our finger on the pulse of modern dating advice. So um, in the future, we would like to invest in some um, higher quality dating app content. And primary sources. Primary so source. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, well, I, I've heard anecdotally that Cosmopolitan, for instance, which is renowned for giving horrible, horrible dating advice, has gotten better in recent years. I, okay. I don't know how true this is, but apparently they got an editor like in 2016, 2017, who wanted to turn it into like a magazine for like the 21st century woman, which like actually informed them on things going on in the world and gave them like high quality, concrete relationship advice. Uh, again, anecdotally, I have not purchased a copy of Cosmopolitan, but I, I think especially in the dating world, there's a lot of kind of in a window and um, secondhand knowledge that people acquire and like there's a lot of thoughts and opinions people come up with based off of what other people have said about certain things and I think it would be very helpful if we were the ones actually reading and consuming that content and then regurgitating it back to you like a mama bird to a baby. Uh, so yeah, subscriptions would be great. Uh, same would also apply to books. Uh, there's a lot of really good relationship resources we want to absorb and see you know, if they're actually helpful. Uh, but then there's also a lot of really shitty dating advice books. Uh, there's oh. a lot that are like, hey, <laughs> women, the best way to win over a man is to be super submissive. Hey, and guys, a virgin. And uh, never touched by another man or another woman. You know, that, that's the title of a book that I was eyeing at Barnes & Noble the other day. Uh, well, then there's a lot of really terrible, like, pickup artist books out there. And let's be clear, we do not plan to give money to horrible, horrible pickup artists. That's we why we buy books anything. secondhand. Secondhand, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a big tip if there's content you want to consume but don't want to um, support those people. Uh, purchase it secondhand or acquire it by other means. Um, let's talk about apps. So it depends on people's demands, but we want to really dig into and break down the problems with different apps, um, specifically dating apps. We, we've talked a little bit about that before, but I think it would be helpful to actually purchase like the premium versions of different apps and compare performance of similar profiles to you know, scientific S testing to see if, you know, you actually do get a boost or these apps are basically just pyramid schemes trying to suck as much money out of you as possible. Most likely the latter, but, you know, it again is worth actually testing this because a lot of people will say, you know, I see perks and the only way you can actually, you know, find success on dating apps is by giving them money these days. And that may be true, maybe not. Um, I think at some point we're really going to like dig into that and um, make some we have some great content ideas based off of using just like apps and talking about them. Um, last couple things, um, just weird shit, tarot readings, fiber artists who draw dream, your dream person, seduction classes, seed money for date these guys, branded rape whistles and tasers, all of that. Yeah, so if we have extra funds, we have some crazy ideas we might you know use that money on um we, we've heard that you know there's a lot of like spiritually branded tarot readings palm readings crystal readings that can tell you about your dream partner and we figure it'd be a larf to you know get some of these either in person or online and talk i heard about, about this them. woman that you give like three like personal facts about yourself and she drives dri drives she drives your dri <laughs> She draws your soulmate. Start from the top, Naomi. <laughs> she draws your soulmate for you. Exactly. And so, like, a lot of people under, like, her, um, like, when they're rating her, the Etsy transaction, because what you do is Etsy, like, really um, pushes you, um, after you purchase something, rating the transaction that you had with that individual or that small business. Um, 
all of the people were like, oh, I, she drew this for me and then I met my soulmate the next day. And I really just want to do like a six month or one year follow up with all those people and be like, were they really your soulmate though? I guess, yeah. So yeah, uh, those are things we would most likely be spending your money on. Um, you know, if there's demand for it, we can probably even do a breakdown of expenses. We want to be open and transparent about this. This is not, you know, some awesome money making um, opportunity for us. I don't think we're going to be, you know, canceling our day jobs and Naomi's going to, you know, remain in college forever based off the back of this. This is more of just supplementing the funds we're already putting into it. Uh, so the big question is, what do you get out of it? If this is a semi-commercial enterprise, um, hopefully the money you are paying goes towards something. Um, unless you're a Tesla fanboy, in which case the money you pay, I guess, goes to support Elon Musk and the quality of the product you get out of it is kind of negligible. Uh, anyways, um, so depending on the tier, the amount of money you're providing, you might get things such as your episodes a week early in, in advance, uh, a chance to vote on future episode topics and content. Um, we don't know what our audience is vibing with. We have a general idea, but we'd love to hear from you about the sort of topics and content you're interested in, the type we, of information you want to know about. Yeah, we have some great ideas, but of course we want to hear from you guys on what you guys want to learn about and, and what you want us to talk about, who you want us to meet with. Um, we have, I feel like we've come up with some pretty creative ideas, but of course, uh, not everyone's interested in everything that we're interested in. And keep in mind too, like we've had some really good guests. We've have other people who are interested in participating but it's not always the the most feasible for people who we want to talk to to you know take time out of their schedule if needed you know the opportunity to potentially offer them a stipend or something to appear on a podcast would be great um ama or dating advice threads if you've gained specific questions we recognize a lot of our listeners did not receive high quality sex education we're not going to pretend we have answers for everything but patreon offers the opportunity to do like these little threads and forums where you can constantly do updates to it so if you have a question you know we can go out do some research for you come back and provide you you know a high quality answer that we'll stick by um behind the scenes material uh we do have a decent chunk of that um, before we launched it's our website. It's just bloopers of me just stumbling over words and Joel making very terrible jokes or stumbling well, over words. Well, that's our podcast, Naomi. <laughs> um, oh, I'm talking more about uh, photo shoots. Oh, we did God, a photo yeah. shoot before we started uh, our website, before we launched this podcast officially. We took several hundred photos, I think, and we used five of them. Uh, this would show you some of the content for that. We came up with a new logo for our Patreon. We really like that logo. We'll show you, you know, the process and design of that. And if we do you know, future projects, such as uh, one of our other incentives, the holiday card, we we'll might show you the behind-the-scenes <laughs> process of how we came up with it, conceptualized it, and you know, brought it to fruition. Uh, holiday card uh, is probably the last big thing. Uh, this would be the highest tier. Um, I've been sending out fun Joel and Bean themed holiday cards for the past couple of years to people. If you're one of our high donors, we'll send you a holiday card um, every year. We're not saying which holiday. It's a non-denominational one. Uh, it'll be just general well wishes for the year, but we'll come up with something crazy and send you out a holiday card. It could be Halloween themed, St. Patrick's Day themed, um, probably not Christopher Columbus themed, with Indigenous this, Peoples Day themed. <laughs> with this, you'll definitely be um, supporting a small artist as well. We usually try to find Etsy or Fiverr artists. Or people on Twitter, yeah, yeah. who have open commissions. Exactly. Um, we're, yeah, we're not finding some, some soulless company to produce all of our stuff. Um, 
So yeah, those are some of the incentives. Um, obviously, one of the biggest incentives is just allowing us to keep doing this, but there are things you get out of it, tangible things. Uh, a big thing that's important to me is making sure our content is like accessible to everybody. We will have some you know, bonuses that are not podcast material on our Patreon, but all podcast episodes that we do will eventually be released to the public. Um, I think it's silly to gatekeep information, especially when you're doing a semi-educational uh, podcast. Um, I think one of the big problems in modern media is how there's a lot of like really good high quality content that's gated and really low quality uh, manipulative content that is free and so we want to make sure our stuff is open to the public um, so again there will be bonuses and incentives but um, don't think that you know we're going to keep anything hidden behind closed doors to that point i want to really underline the fact that we do not want your money if you're experiencing financial hardship uh, we also don't want a lot of your money, even if you have a bunch to spare. We're keeping our max donation level at this point only $10 and probably won't raise it above $15 at any point. If you have extra money to give, great, but honestly, there are plenty of other important groups who need your help. Uh, just a couple I thought of off the top of my head. We've plugged a few of these before. ProPublica, they do amazing, hard-hitting journalism. If you go to their website, you can see like all these state legislators being like, oh yeah, we're making big changes to this program because of ProPublica. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're exposing incompetence and corruption and malpractice, and they're doing a damn good job. Uh, Planned Parenthood, I don't know what else there is to say that we haven't already said about Planned Parenthood. Um, they support reproductive health for both men and women. They provide abortion access in places that don't have abortion access. Um, just a phenomenal organization. Uh, the ACLU, which defends First Amendment rights. I occasionally have issues with some of the things they decide to prioritize, but across the board, they have done an amazing job of defending these in the modern era. Electronic Frontier Foundation, EFF, they are defenders of digital freedoms. Uh, bail funds in your communities, uh, especially for protesters who are doing you know basic things like exercising their First Amendment rights and being targeted by the cops. That's definitely an issue in Maricopa County right now, and there's been some amazing journalism done by ABC 15 and I think KJZZ about how the prosecutor's office has been targeting people. Uh, yeah, well, regardless whether or not they end up liable for that, those people you know, occasionally are still in jail, and so giving bail fund money to your community can really help people out. Um, protesters uh, often are beaten down by the fact that they're constantly targeted by the police, and that can cause them to leave the movement. If they know that there's financial support to, you know, protect them in case they do get into a jam, uh, that keeps them, you know, doing good. Um, the same applies for, like, water protectors. Uh, there's a lot of really smart, intelligent activists out there who are defending the rights of water access across the United States. Uh, they're protesting Shia against... LaBeouf. I just said Shiloh LaBeouf. <sighs> Pipelines, uh, they're making sure that new pipelines, that there's a lot of difficulties in making sure that, you know, places that are going to only worsen climate change are, are they make it as difficult as possible for these places to open. Uh, unfortunately, the federal government thinks that it's literally terrorism to protest against environmentally destructive uh, infrastructure. So make sure that they have, you know, financial support to fight what's really stupid decisions. Uh, mutual aid funds. This, these are unprecedented times. Mutual aid provides the opportunity for you know people to give to each other, make sure the community stays strong. Um, other patrons, especially journalist substacks, where journalists go their own way. They don't have a news organization dictating what they can talk about. Uh, there's a lot of really good opportunities out there to support them. The Gravel Institute. Uh, they are they have a patron. They produce high quality little short videos discussing progressive issues and why you know groups like Prager University are completely stupid and are prioritizing the interest of big business above the, you know, interest of the world. Uh, and then consider, you know, not even a donation, but just joining groups like the IWW, the International Workers of the World, you know, groups that are specifically designed to make sure unions are accessible and open to everybody and they help 
grow and allow new unions to uh, flourish across the world. Uh, So yeah, like we would appreciate any spare money you have, but there are obviously lots of other groups that that need this money more than we do. So if you do have a bunch of spare change, throw some our way, but also make sure that these groups get support as well. Um, Yeah, we may bring this up in future episodes. Most likely we're going to have a blurb at the end of each episode saying, hey, if you like our work, support us on Patreon. Please don't think that we're pushing this on you. We're not going to, you know, twist your arm and say you're a bad friend or anything if you don't support us. Um, Bad, you know, family member, bad uh, member of the community who stumbled across our podcast by accident. Um, we, we would like the support, but are just reminding people who may be tuning in for the first time that, that there's an opportunity to support us. Nothing more, nothing less. Naomi, anything else? We'd like to thank you very much for listening to this blurb. We know it's not our regular content, but we did want to give out a couple of different um, ways of sharing this information. We will be later on talking about it on Instagram and our other social medias. Um, if you don't know, our social medias are at date these guys on both Twitter and Instagram. And um, we might just make a Snapchat soon. What's our MySpace? Our Mice. Ooh. I don't know. I think we should ironically come up with a lot of like. Should we do like top five friends too? <laughs> depending on like, oh my God, depending on like Patreon like you, donations. I think that's fair. We will come up with a MySpace for our top five <laughs> Patreons. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a great week. And if you don't have a great week, don't blame us. Damn. Bye. <laughs>